0: Hello and welcome to Street Spies. Today we're going to be talking about Harriet the Spy, a spy book published in 1964. When this book was published, it made a lot of people think about spying and want to do it. There are some boundaries for spying, though, as Harriet, the main character, learns in this book. It does end on sort of a cliffhanger, but Harriet learns a pretty good lesson in the book, which I'll tell you about later in this episode. There's also a second book and a movie, though, so... It doesn't end on a cliffhanger, really. Let's read a little part from the first chapter and see if it has any hints to what the book will be about. So this is just a tiny little segment from the second page of the book. Sport tucked the football under his arm and walked over to her. That's nothing but an old tree root. What do you mean, a mountain? That's a mountain. From now on, that's a mountain. Got it? Harriet looked up into his face. Sport moved back a pace. Looks like an old tree root, he muttered. Harriet pushed her hair back and looked at him seriously. Sport, what are you going to be when you grow up? You know what? I'm going to be a ball player. Well, I'm going to be a writer. And when I say that's a mountain, that's a mountain. Satisfied, she turned back to her town game. Sport put the football gently on the ground and knelt beside her, looking over her shoulder and at the the notebook, which she scribbled furiously. So right in that first little segment on those pages, you can see that she likes to write and that she has a notebook, which are really key parts to the story. Also, later when she's on the street spying, you'll see that she has a whole route, which is really cool in terms of observations. So also, I believe that i said before, when... When uh, the whole purpose of this book is Harriet learned a lesson, and she learns to not write mean things about people in her notebook. So this is the first thing that is mentioned in the book that she writes. Man with rolled rights, white socks, fat legs. Woman with one cross eye and a fat blonde mother who keeps wiping his nose off. Funny lady looks like a teacher and is reading. I don't think I'd like to live where any of these people live or do the things they do. I bet that little boy is sad and cries a lot. I bet that lady with the cross-eye looks in the mirror and just feels terrible. So that's actually a really mean thing to say. And um, I said before, Harriet learns later in the book or in the sequel uh, that that's not a nice thing to do. And you can do spying and you can find out really interesting things but you can't you can't be mean like that. So I talked about um in the last little segment that Harriet has a spy route. And she does. Um so I'm going to read like the first three pages or yeah, three pages of chapter 3. Uh and yeah. So It's the first little part of her spy route. She was particularly excited as she ran along because today she was adding a new spying place to her route. She had discovered a way into a private house around the corner. Private houses were much more difficult to get into than apartment buildings, and this was the first one Harriet had managed. It belonged to a Miss Agatha K. Plummer, who was very strange, rather theatrical lady who had once married a man of considerable means. She was now divorced, lived alone, and apparently talked on the telephone all day. Harriet had found much of this out from first listening to several conversations between Mrs. Plummer's maid and an overly friendly garbage man. Harriet had pretended to play ball while the garbage was being picked up. Just yesterday, she had discovered that by timing it exactly Right. she had just enough time to jump into the dumbwaiter and slide the door closed before the maid completed one of her frequent trips up and down the stairs. The dumbwaiter was no longer used but fortunately had been boarded up. Since there was a small crack in the door, Harry could see and hear perfectly. She approached the house, looked through the kitchen windows, and saw the maid preparing a tray. She knew that then the next step would be to take the tray to the second floor. Not a moment to lose. The maid went into the pantry. Harriet stepped through the kitchen door and in one jump was in the dump waiter. She barely got the door slid down again before the maid was back in the room. The maid was humming Miss America, look at her Miss America in a tuneless sort of way. Then the tray was ready. The maid picked it up and left the room. Simultaneously, Harriet pulling on the ropes that hoisted the dumbwaiter terrified she heard a lot of creaking this would never do maybe she could bring some oil she arrived at the second at, at the second floor her heart was beating so fast it was almost unable to ble- breathe she looked through the crack the first thing she saw was a huge four-poster bed in the middle, which Miss Plummer sat propped against immense pillows, telephone in hand, surrounded by magazines, books, candy boxes, and a litter of pink baby pillows. Okay, so now that I've read the part about the spy route, um, I was thinking you might, since I ended it on a sort of cliffhanger, I was hoping that... I could read some more of just, like, a couple... I'm going to read, like, a couple paragraphs. Um, And this is more of her uh, spy route. Harriet headed towards the day Santi's grocery, the first stop in her regular spy route. The grocery was on York Avenue, and there was a little alleyway beside it that provided three vantage points from which Harriet could watch. One was a window facing the alley... Affording a view of the rear of the counter at which Papa Sandy stood. The other window on the alley showed the back of the store with the table around which the family ate lunch. The third window was around in the back on the courtyard and showed the storeroom where little Joe Curry worked all day. She crept into the alley. Nothing was doing at the first window. She kept her body low and scooted to the second window. Suddenly she saw the whole family. She had to duck her head slowly in order to not be seen. Luckily, the window was open a fraction so she could hear what was being said. So now over the course of this book, she does more spying and spying and she goes through stuff and then eventually her friends steal her notebook and find out all the mean stuff she writes in and is in it and she has to apologize. If you want to find more out about this book, you can get it at the library. You can also get it at any bookstore and as an ebook. It has way more chapters than three. I only read um, some passages from the first and third chapters. I think the second one, too. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, and there will be more coming out soon. Bye!